therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. And sometimes we don't understand what it means to be in Christ Jesus. You know, how do you get there? But it says there's no condemnation, there's no guilt and condemnation if you're in Christ. So how does that affect your life when you really believe it? Hi, I'm Denise Capra and I'm here again with two lifelong friends and really longevity in ministry. And we met in the UK actually the first time on a bus traveling, doing a ministry tour and conference with Andrew Womack. So it's exciting to have Nancy Thompson and her daughter Liz Schofield here from Southern California. And tell just a little about your church. Oh, we your have a great there. church in Southern California. We've been there for a lot of years, just preaching Jesus. And, and we found out about this wonderful grace message along the way, and not when we first started, but what a change it has made in our ministry and our yes. own personal lives and yes. family. We're just yes. really blessed. We feel like in ways pioneers in many respects, both hosting Bible schools in our churches. And I know Liz has been with youth ministry forever too, taking trips yeah. and teams. Where to China, where else? Yeah, so I've been to the UK, Dominican Republic, New Orleans, all over the US and Asia. So mostly smuggling Bibles into China six times, building houses in Mexico, taking wow. the gospel. Incredible. And, and seeing everybody involved in that, their lives changed and transformed just by being involved. Yes. God working through us. Yeah, so taking the grace message. Go ahead and share some of that, Nancy. Well, we found out in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. And sometimes we don't understand what it means to be in Christ Jesus. You know, how do you get there? Well, simply believing on Jesus as your Savior, then you're in Christ, you're in Him, and you receive all the blessings that He has, and you get to be a blessing everywhere. But it says there's no condemnation, there's no guilt and condemnation if you're in Christ. So how does that affect your life when you really believe it? Right. In Christ. So we got that how do you see yourself? And it really changes how you respond and how you live when you get who you really are. That's right. And one of the messages that really impacted my life was when my dad, who's our pastor in California, and he was teaching on no condemnation and what the word condemned means mm. and talking about a condemned building a building that's condemned is unfit for use mm. and that right. really impacted me because when we allow ourselves to be condemned and we believe the lie of the enemy that we're unfit for use that we are then telling ourselves that we're not qualified to be used by the lord to be used in ministry. It's just agreeing with the devil. Exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, how many believers do you know feel that way? I can, when you said that, I yeah. think so many people that sit in Christian churches feel unfit for use. And that's just a trick of the enemy to vex our soul and to hinder yeah, us mm -hmm. from walking in what God's got for us. Because if, if the devil can't make you feel guilty about things that you've done, he'll make you feel guilty about things that you, you should have done. done. Yeah. You, you could have done. You would have been there or something like that. That's good. Uh, he gets you coming mm -hmm. and going, and we can't listen to that voice. In fact, I love the Passion Translation. It says in Romans 8, 1, so now the case is closed. I mean, that means it's final. It has nothing against us. It's like a judicial decree. The case is closed. 
final matter, there remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the Anointed One. Amen. It's the I only prerequisite that. to being free from condemnation is knowing Jesus. And we need yeah. to see ourselves. If we see ourselves as being in life union, it's it to me when you first said that, it's just ease. There isn't a flow of God's anointing when we see ourselves in union with Him. We're yoked together. And I know that, uh, you know, we think of ourselves as co-laborers in right. ministry because we've mm -hmm. known each other so long. Our churches have done things together and conferences together on the West Coast, conferences on the East Coast for women and seeing lives transformed, people getting freed up from shame and condemnation and then yes. all the baggage we have with disappointments. And uh, we're together this week and talking about tragedy and grief and loss. And that has happened. And we don't get condemned over that, but we get free from it. Right. For sure, we can unload that and let the Lord heal and restore. Amen. So any particular stories that come to your mind when, when I share that, you know, just that you've even seen in your ministry, I know you're both in ministry and business, so uh, any story that comes to mind to either one of you? Liz, you have one? I'll come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about kids, even, even yeah. young children get under such condemnation in their lives. They feel guilty. They think God's mad at them. And many times I'll talk to kids and, and just to find out where they're at with their belief on are they going to heaven? Because they, they think that if they do something wrong at that moment, they're not going to heaven anymore. And that's not true because they still believe in Jesus. And that's really important. And if, if kids have that issue with their innocence and not doing very bad things, how about adults getting under such condemnation? It keeps, keeps people out of, out of ministry. It keeps people out of having a happy marriage or a great life or being prosperous because they feel guilty and condemned. I think about when you say that, that in my own life, you know, as, young, as a young child, because of the family situation, they weren't believers yet, it was a shame-based atmosphere. Right. right. And so we're challenging you. If you came out of that, it's time to get past that, let that go, get your mind renewed so you don't pass that on. That is something we, you know, we want to have our kids be built up to be able to excel and not have to spend decades of their life <laughs> having things undone from the past. Yeah. And so let's be exhorters, let's be encouragers, let's pray for our kids so that they don't get under shame and condemnation and guilt. You know, we heard a testimony together today about abuse in a family and right. it, it takes years to overcome that. Of course, Jesus can do it instantly if you let him do that, but it's uh, you gotta rewrite some things on your heart. Yeah, so I know that God's done that. It's been a work of restoration, but it's been time in my own life, but God's word renews us and sets us free. And also I think when you get a revelation that God is good and the devil is bad, and then you begin to read the word through those lenses and separate right. the word of truth, and know that God is good, that he loves you, he cares for you, and he wants nothing but the best for you. Yeah. You know, the Bible says that we have been given everything that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of him. So is that's that where it comes. Second Peter? Second Peter. Yeah, one, one three. seven or something. Yeah, somewhere around there. But when we get that revelation that we have everything 
that it takes to have a godly life. It will open up your life in a new way that maybe you never thought was possible. That's beautiful. Yeah, I just think too, we, I'm believing for big things for this generation where the enemies tried so hard to, to snuff them out. We need to put our foot down, take our place of authority. No, you're not going to hinder. You're not going to restrict. We want our children and our grandchildren to be, to know who they are in Christ, to know the free gift of righteousness, to get established in it so that they're stable people that grow in God's grace. You know, there's a scripture that even says grow in grace in Hebrews. Yeah, we want, we want to see that because grace is God's ability that works from our heart and to do the things we couldn't do on our own. Right. Yeah. And as parents and grandparents, sometimes we want our kids to be perfect and do everything just right. It's not going to work. And we try to use guilt and condemnation, like you shouldn't have done that. Why did you do this? You shame them instead of reminding them who they are. Because when they find out, when a child finds out or an adult finds out, that they actually have become the righteousness of God in Christ the moment they accepted Jesus, then they are able to live that life and learn about their life in Him instead of in guilt and condemnation of the past. Yes. So we, we're just, I'm thankful for women yes. that are, that know their voice, that are taking their, yes. a stand, using their authority, uh, imparting grace to the, to the children, to the grandchildren right. and seeing, I believe it's a grace revolution. It is. Amen. Yeah. I it's pray exciting. that for you. I pray Amen. that for you as you've heard us today that God, you just bring people yes. forth that they just, I just see new growth coming in your life as you center on Jesus and what he's already done for us and find out all that belongs to you in here.